0: Hi, this is Julianne Price and welcome to episode two of A Lighter Life, Life with Less Baggage. I'm so thrilled that you're here to join me on episode two. If you haven't already, go back and listen to episode one where we just give you a foundation. What is this podcast all about and why do we want to take this journey together? What can you hope to get from it? So if you listen to that, then you're here. You're ready to be happier and healthier by getting rid of those things that are tying you down, that baggage in your life. And I want to start off this episode by apologizing in advance. Uh, I have two small pooches and occasionally a squirrel will run into my backyard. I mean, really, squirrel has the audacity to run. I have four acres. There's lots of squirrels. So if you hear the dogs going nuts, I will put this on pause and resume. But again, they're defending the castle and barking may happen. So for now, they're being good. And let's go ahead with this podcast. So here in this first episode, I want to talk about a tool, a number one tool that you're going to need going forward. So we talked about how this is all about connecting to your body, to stop listening to your head and to connect to your body. And that your body, your heart, your gut, however you want to refer to it, has all the answers that you need. You don't need anything else. You don't need to talk to your friend, talk to your neighbor, watch the news. Uh, Listen to the latest guru pick up a magazine. You don't need that. You have the answers. You already know what's right for you When you listen to others you learn what's right for them or what they think is right for you But it's not really what's right for you so let's start off by proving this to yourself and Also proving how your brain will interfere So I want you to pick a question Something that is, you know, been on your mind for a while. And I want you to think about the, what the answer is. So for me, uh, a great question that's been on my mind for a long time is, should I quit my job? I've been there 25 years, I can retire in two years. Can I stick at those two years or should I quit? Am I that unhappy that I should quit? So ask yourself that question. So something a little bit more uh, pressing than what's for dinner. I want you to pick a question that really has some meaning to you. And then I want you to sit quietly and think about the answer. Don't think about it with your head. So maybe I shouldn't say think about the answer. I want you to feel the answer. So just take a moment, pause. You can pause this if you want. I'm gonna talk slowly and kind of pause as we go through this and check in. You may even wanna put your hand on your heart or on your gut. Just check in with that answer. What is that answer? Really, really feel it. Don't let your head tell you all the reasons why something else needs to be the answer. Feel the answer for yourself. And now hear your brain kick in with all the reasons why that isn't the answer. So for me, you know, checking in, do I wanna quit? Or do I want to stay for two more years? Part of me says, you know what? I want to stay for those two years. And a part of me says, no, 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 you need to quit. You need to quit. You need to quit now. And even think about the way I'm describing it. Can you tell which one's coming from my heart just by the way I'm describing it? Deep down in my gut, I know I want to stay those two years and finish it out. But my head is fighting with me and saying, no, you need to quit. And at the same time that it's telling me I need to quit because I'm so unhappy, it's also telling me all the reasons why I can't quit. You don't know, have to pay the bills. We can't afford this house if I'm not working. We need health insurance. You're only two years from retirement. So there's this battle going on. But if I check out of the battle and just sit, and stop worrying about being right and just say, what would make me happy? What would make me happy is to work those two years and walk out the door knowing I crossed the finish line because, hey, I've put in 25 years of this organization. I'm two years from retirement. And in those two years, I can collect a pension. So yeah, I want to do that. I want to finish that. And that's the answer in my gut. But again your head is going to fight you and your head is going to give you such conflicting messages that you're spinning in a circle and you don't know which way to go and we're not going to deal with that yet we're not going to try to solve all your problems today what i want you just to get from this example is that there is an answer it's deep down in your gut you know that answer but for whatever reason your head doesn't want to accept it your head wants to fight it and that's okay (laughs) again we're not trying to solve it today i just want you to check in and realize that you had that answer. Maybe your question was about losing weight or about a relationship you're in. Your body knew the answer. And accepting that answer might be very, very tough for your brain and that's okay. So here's where we need that go-to tool. So we've proved to ourselves that we know that our body has the real answers. We just can't accept them right now. The tool is a chance for you or an opportunity for you to keep connecting, to building that c- connection to your heart or to your gut, to your body, so that you can get better and better at this. This was just one example, and we spent all of your know, 30 seconds on it. And if you pause this, maybe you spent longer. But the point is, you need to build this skill. It's there, but your head's going to fight you so much that you can't really access it. You can't really act on it yet but I just want you to know it's there. So what are some tools that you can use to exercise, to exercise your ability to check in with your gut or with your heart? So there's three main ones that we'll talk about. Again, you can pick any of them. You can pick a combination of them. I want you to pick what feels good for you. And if you have other tools that you're aware of, things that work for you, that's great. So our first tool that we're gonna talk about is meditation. And (laughs) I remember being coached, um, one of my most recent coaches, and she was like, okay, I want you to meditate. And I'm like, The last thing I want to do is meditate. I hate meditation. So if you're in that boat, I'm right there with you. Meditation was not my thing. And part of the reason it wasn't my thing is because I was, you know, I've learned all these different techniques, and I just couldn't do any of it. You know, count to 50, and then if you lose track, start over. Or breathe in, four counts, breathe out, five counts, hold your breath in between. I mean, there's all these different strategies on how to meditate. And I couldn't do any of them. And what was the point of all this? I wasn't getting any benefit. My mind was always wandering, and I hated meditation. And I even my last coach that I had said, you know, just meditate for three minutes. That's all I want you to do, three minutes. And I couldn't get myself to do it because I just hated it so much. And I finally had someone explain to me, meditation in a way that made sense. I was listening to Kyle Cease. I don't know if that's anybody you're aware of, but he does motivation from a comedy uh, angle. And he explained meditation in a way that finally made sense to me. And the way he says it is, you know, picture you've gone into a theater, you've sat down, you're comfortable, you're going to close your eyes, and you're just going to watch what comes up on the screen. And that's it. Don't judge it. Don't do anything with it. Just watch it and kind of be aware that you're the person watching the show. And the show is all those thoughts that your brain comes up with. Maybe you're thinking, oh, what's for dinner? Oh, I hate doing meditation. Oh, my nose itches. Oh, you know, the dog's barking. Oh, my husband will be home in 10 minutes. All those different thoughts, that's the show. And just kind of sit there and acknowledge and say, I'm watching the show and that's all you have to do. And for me, that made so much sense. There was nothing I really had to get right, nothing I could get wrong. As thoughts popped in, I watched them, I said, oh, it's on the show. I wonder what's on the next channel or what's on the next show. And that's it, just sit there. And every once in a while, try to see if there's nothing on the screen, if it gets a little quiet. And that might happen, it might happen for a split second, might not happen at all at first, might happen after two or three sessions. But try to say, hmm, there's nothing on the screen right now. I feel something. I might feel something in my body. And for me, I get glimpses of it where I suddenly start to feel okay. I feel like my breathing just suddenly deepens. And I almost feel it in the center of my chest where my heart is. I feel it kind of expand a little bit. And I relax a little bit. And I even feel the corners of my mouth turn up just the littlest bit. And I might only capture a couple seconds of that, maybe once, maybe twice during a session. And that's it. But I know I'll get better with time. And you will, too. So for now, if you want to choose meditation, I do 30 minutes. You can do an hour. You can do whatever feels right for you. Um, I use an app called the Insight Timer. You don't have to. You can use whatever you want. You- I do recommend that you time it. It gives you a frame, it gives you a container so that you try to be consistent with it. What I like about this app is that it does keep track of the days that you've done it. I just find that helpful. That's just my style, but again, you don't have to. Or you can mark things on a paper calendar. You could run a timer off your your phone, your watch, your oven, whatever works for you. But try it for 30 minutes or more. Pick a time of day that seems to work for you and just relax and watch the show. And even after the first maybe three times I did this, I was like, wow, this is my favorite part of the day. Because I didn't have to do anything. There was no judgment. I couldn't get it right or wrong. It was just fun. It was just the part of the day. And this is for somebody who hated meditation for the longest time. It just felt good to do it. And it became my kind of go-to part of the day. And what we hope is that in time, you'll get better and better at connecting with your heart. You'll watch the show but you'll watch it as a spectator. You won't be drawn into all that chatter in your head. You will be the person outside the chatter, sitting in the theater, watching it. Just watch it play out on the screen. You don't need to engage in it. You don't need to judge it. You don't need to do anything as a result of it. Just be there in the theater and watch it. And when the screen goes black, feel what's going on in your body. A lot of times I'd feel like, hmm, I can't really feel my hands right now, or I can't really feel my face right now, like parts of my body just, I didn't have any sensation in them. Focus on that, focus on any part of your body that does have a sensation or has an absence of a sensation. That's all I want you to do with meditation. So again, do it if you want to, I'd say give it a try. I love that it doesn't cost anything and all it takes is 30 minutes. And for 30 minutes, don't let anybody disturb you. Find a nice spot, like I have a sunroom where I can see nature on three sides of me, and that's great. It's my place to go, and I shut the door, and nobody's allowed to come out there during those 30 minutes. But that's your time. And don't feel weird about it. That's your time. Another tool that you can consider in addition to or instead of meditation is journaling. Journaling is huge. And when you journal, you can let all those thoughts get out. But kind of use the same approach. These are thoughts coming out of your brain. They're going through your pen, but they're not you. You're just watching. Pretend you're an editor and you're watching an author fill the page. And again, there's no right or wrong. Just whatever comes to mind, just start writing. And if your mind jumps to another topic, don't feel like you have to speak in complete sentences and have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Just if your mind jumps, let your pen jump. If you feel like doodling, doodle. Again, this is free time. This is time with no agenda. Time that you do not have to prove something, solve something. Just journal. Just get the thoughts out. And if, as you're journaling, you feel inspired, a new idea comes to you, a new insight comes to you, jot it down. Don't judge it. Just let it flow out of you. Jot it down. And you'll find that you'll be able to release stuff because you're releasing it to the paper releasing it without judgment. And as the editor, you're just reading it. You're not part of the story that's coming out on your paper. And do this again, time yourself, maybe a half hour is too long, your hand might get tired. Um, Maybe 15 minutes, maybe you just wanna do, I wanna fill a page, you know, set set your own parameters, your own rules. You may wanna set some gentle music in the background, light a candle, whatever it takes for you to really put you in the mood. And just write and see what comes out. Kind of look back and see how scattered your brain was and realize that your brain is fighting for survival. It's jumping, 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 jumping. It's all trying to keep you safe. But you're already safe. You're already in your body. You already know that deep down everything's okay. So let your brain have this time to spin out, go a little crazy, and get it all out. And then when it's done, you're still you. You're still the editor. You just watched it. And you gave yourself a little bit of love, a little bit of free reign to be a little crazy. Let your brain go crazy on the page. That's fine. There's no judgment in this. You're just letting go. And the third tool that you can try, and this is kind of a new one for me, and I I like it a lot, is free speaking. And what that means is just talk from the future as if you'd already done something and you're looking back. And just free talk. Whatever comes out of your mouth, just let it go. I do this in the car so people don't think I'm crazy. So I drive to work. I put on music that does not have any words. So something kind of instrumental. Um, I love like soundtracks are great for that. Like a soundtrack to Parts of the Caribbean. That tends to come up a lot. I have Pandora set and it plays soundtracks and they're So they're kind of epic. They kind of feel like dramatic and I just talk. So for example, I talked about this podcast this morning. As so I said, again, you want to talk from the future as if you're looking backwards. I said, okay, six months ago, I launched this, pod, this podcast and it was so amazing. I didn't know where it was going to go, but people just started listening to it and they started commenting and the topics just kept coming to me and coming to me. And all these great possibilities just started growing out of this podcast, things I couldn't even believe were going to happen. I had no way of imagining the connections, the people I would meet, and the new projects that would come as a result of this podcast. And it was just so cool. And I would just sit back and I'd watch. I'd watch the episodes come out of me, and I had no idea what I was going to talk about. And there they were. And I would watch people interact, and I'd get new ideas, and I'd learn from them, and they would share with me what was going on. And from that, I started to get all these new projects and these new ideas. And I started to feel so good and so creative. And I just couldn't imagine all the different ways it spun off. That's just an example of how free talking goes. You just go. You just pick a topic, you look back, and then you just let your mind go. And I'll do this for 10, 15 minutes. I usually have a section of road you know, from the time I leave my driveway to the time I hit a certain point in the road. And I just talk. And I just let it kind of flow so pick something that you're excited about and then look back as if you've already done it so if you have you know a new project at work you could talk about wow when i finished this project i was so impressed and this is what happened and it totally can be fiction that's fine we love fiction make it up this is your story you can make it any which way you want but as you're doing this as you're talking and making things good don't make things bad If you're talking about a date, make this date amazing. Or if you had a a birthday, make this birthday party the best you've ever had. Really talk it up. What you're doing is you're giving your mind a chance to work on something positive, something fun, something uplifting, and something that's really kind of advanced for you. Instead of having that mental chatter tearing you down, you're giving your mind a chance to do some mental chatter that's bringing you up. And as you're doing it, feel it. Feel how your heart starts to come up. It starts to bubble up. You start to feel excited. You, know, you could hear in my voice how my voice changed. And you start to feel hopeful and you're happy. These are all healthy things. And it doesn't matter that it's total fiction. It may happen. I'd love for six months from right now for this podcast to be amazing and to have opened all these new doors. But that's not the point. The point is, I felt really good. And I gave my brain a chance to do something good for me. And as I was doing it, it was connecting to my heart. It was connecting to my gut. It was connecting to the things that I wanted deep down. The everything is okay feeling was coming out from my words. So you don't want to rehearse it. You just kind of want to let it it come out, let it flow. There's no, again, no right or wrong. Every day you can do the same topic. You could pick a different topic, whatever works for you. I do recommend doing it out loud. I find it doesn't have the same effect if I just think it, I have to speak it. And so you can pretend you're on your phone. You could go out for a walk. You know, we talked about how great nature is and how powerful it is in helping you heal and helping de-stress you. So go outside where no one can hear you and pretend you're on your phone and just talk. 10 minutes, doesn't have to be a lot. What you're trying to accomplish is that good feeling connecting your heart and your mind in a positive way. And again, you can do one, two, or all three of these. I tend to do all three. I do the meditation every day. I do the free talking only Monday through Friday when there's nobody in the car with me. And I do the journaling a little bit more sporadically because I have a lot of different topics. I actually write a lot of journals. Um, I have my own website full of journals. And so I have different topics, and that's a topic for a different day, but I do... A lot of different styles of journaling all the time. So for me I use all three tools. I would say start out with one or try one and see if it works for you and then if you feel like trying a different one instead do that or add one on. It's really up to you. The point is start to give your your heart some air time. Start letting your brain relax. We don't want to make your brain the enemy so we're giving it some time but we're not connecting to it. We're letting it do its thing. We're letting it spin out, be a little crazy, be a little insane, jump all over the place, rant, rave, whatever it wants, but we're gonna be detached from it. We're either gonna watch it on the screen or watch it like the editor, or we're gonna co-create with it and do the free talking and just let things spill out as if they'd already happened, but from your heart, as if all the things, all those dreams that you wanted to happen, Have actually happened and they're such cool feeling these three tools are kind of my favorite I love doing them throughout the day especially in a day that's full of stress to have these little highlights the things I can look forward to and the things that people really can't take away from me that is huge that started the healing process these were my little things and these can be your go-to tools they're all free you know you can do them Use a scrap paper if you want it for your journaling. Do it on a computer if you want. Do it on a Google Doc. But just do it. Pick something and make this your go-to tool. So for however long you listen to this podcast, I want you to do this regularly, at least Monday through Friday. You can have the weekends off if you want the weekends off. But Monday through Friday, do this tool. And you're going to find some relief. You're going to find that your brain has its chance And your heart has its chance. You get to be the bystander and not be drawn into the drama. And I'm not saying this is going to affect your life right away. So don't look for this to be like, I've been meditating for four days and I don't feel better. It's not going to happen like that. If you say I've been meditating for four months, then let's talk. Then you should feel better. But give yourself time. Don't rush this. Look at it as your treat. Instead of that uh, dish of ice cream or those chocolates, this is your treat. This is your time. Have fun with it. Don't stress about it, you got enough stress. And if there's something else you'd rather do, if you like just walking slowly through a garden, do that instead. These are three things that I found work really well. They work for me. But if you have something else you'd really, really like to do, if it's taking your dog out for a walk and listening to an audio book, do that. But ideally I want you to have your a chance for your brain to really let go and for you to start to connect to your heart to start to realize that there's two of you. There's the you that's going a little nuts. And there's the you that's watching you go a little nuts. Does that make sense? You are not you are that deep down place. Remember, deep down everything's okay and that's who you really really are you're not this insanity that's going on in your head. Because those thoughts come and go so fast, so fast. That can't be who you are. Because if you think about it, that deep down thing, that's pretty constant, right? If you were really to check in, it's always there. It's always calm. It's always serene. It's always safe. That deep down is the constant, and that's you. And this other brain, consider it a little child if you want, it needs attention. It needs to have its voice. It needs to get all this chatter out. It's trying to be safe. It's trying to be right. It's trying to do whatever it thinks you need to do to be a success, to be um, in power, in control. That's what your brain's there to do. But you know deep down you don't need any of this. And so these exercises, the meditation, the journaling, are chances for you to start to see these two different roles, these two different sides of you. And I'm not saying one side is bad. Your brain is not bad. So don't take it that way. Don't make it a bad thing. It's like a child acting up. And the child's not bad. The child just needs to act up. And that's all you're doing. So I hope that makes sense. I know meditation took me a long time to wrap my head around it. I hope this, the idea of watching it on a screen really works for you. And free talking is probably is something I never did before. I hope you do that too, because it's fun. Why not invent the world that you really love? Why not have the best day ever and talk about it after, as if it already happened? These are fun tools you get to use. So that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got and practice it. And please leave me comments. Let me know how it worked for you. Let me know if you hated it. That's okay. I hated meditation until I finally got the hang of it. So leave your comments. I'd love to hear from you. And we'll see you in the next episode.